Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. During a small period of peace, two Hussites have decided to join a caravan traveling to the Hussite bastion of Tabor. By accident, they have found the remnants of an unholy text and have suffered ever since. Join them as Brother Jan, played by Chris, and Sir Reinhard, played by Craig, walk on the edge of damnation with Slavic as the storyteller. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night and on Discord at Twin Cities by Night. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. As you take a sip of the wine, tastes not that bad, actually. Quite good. But it soon dribbles out, and you realize that the casket is probably empty. So I, did I just finish the like pretty much the last class in there? Probably, but it doesn't <clears throat> look like anyone would notice, because as you look around, it's, it's not just suit, but it's cobwebs and dust everywhere. I make my way towards the stairs of the, the window with in it. That's the lights kind of coming down. You go to the window and you take a look and you think you see the embers of the camp somewhere down there. You must be up on a hill. You remember them talking about a monastery somewhere upwards. This must be it. I hold on to the glass that I took the sip out of and just kind of like try to find my way through this monastery to a place where I recognize it again. As you go upstairs and you start fumbling around, you hear the chanting of Latin. Can I tell what it says or what it's what it is? I'm currently learning uh, Latin from Father Thomas, but You're currently don't know learning, it. but you don't know it yet. Considering this would, I think this would be uh, another intelligence and religion role. Finally getting use out of that religion skill, huh? <laughs> Two successes. You realize it's a banishment incantation, something that's meant to banish demons. I start muttering. Uh, you don't know it per se, but you're, you do recognize some of the words. I start muttering the Lord's Prayer beneath my breath as I make my way out. And as you wake your way out and you open a door to a library... And there you see the young Hussite preacher kneeling there and mumbling the prayer to himself. You. You, I yes, you. I, I slowly lift my head up and turn and just like gaze, like just frustrated and fiery at the figure talking down to me like that. And I just keep looking at him. Where are we? I look around. Looks like a library, brother. Brother? What? You above me? As I slowly get to my feet. I am neither monk nor your relations. Yes, I am above you, peasant. Hmm. I just shake my shake my head for him for a second. Yeah, you tell him. Yeah. You, you churlish knave. You like to take, pound your chest a lot. Take That's me out of here at once. I look at him and I smile. You think I serve you, brother? I Do you wish to teach him something? Oh no, don't worry. 
I don't need the help of an infernalistic source to simply show a brute his failure in the ways of the Lord. Be gone. I say that in my head, by the way. And I look back at him. Uh, you're met with like a scowl and I just kind of like shove my way past you. You see, brother, you are like a bull stomping his way through a field. The whole time not realizing that he's still confined within the fence that his owners have put around him. When you get that out of your system and you're ready to talk, we can talk then. Until then, you're free to go your own way. Is that a threat? I turn around. (laughs) What are you saying to me? Get it out of your system. Go ahead. Show those books who's boss. And when you're ready, we can talk. Those books have done nothing to me. You, on the other hand, have insulted me and my station. Your station. We are all equal in the Lord's eyes. Why do you think you bear that sword? Do you think you were given that sword to reign supreme over me? Or do you yes. Think oh, and if I was to go speak to the Lord now and said, a knight who was baptized under his service, rather than using that sword to protect the innocent and spread his word in peace, uses it to remind the Lord's flock, how much he is over them. For you are part of the flock too. You may think I am a peasant. You do not know who you speak to. And I think if you knew who you spoke to and who I represented, your words would be far kinder, brother. And you forget your place, and I wind up with a backhand. If you wish, I can take the no. relieve the pain. No, I'm good. This isn't the first pain I felt. As he smacks me, I just kind of like check for blood on my lip. I look up at him and I rub the scar along my face. And I say, are you done? I, I wind up again, I guess. <laughs> I sit there and take it again. And I look up at, back up at him. And I say, that is twice now, I will remember. You are free to rack up more debt if you like. But brother, I tell you this. Do you think any normal peasant would continue to speak this way to you unless he had some station in life? So raise your hand again if you'd like. It will not be forgotten. Well, maybe this will help clear your memory. And this time when I strike, I use the chalice that's in my hand. There's a moment where I'll let him do that. And then I look up at him on my knees. Quick question, storyteller. Can I roll a politics roll or something to get this guy uh, to figure out who this is, his station? Sure. I'll let you use wits plus politics. Let's say it's you yeah. just listening in the camp, who's who, and yeah. just mingling. I'm not wearing like heraldry or anything right now. I'm in my nightclothes, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I probably have with, a reputation already. Yeah, I figure with the way you're talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so that's six dice. Uh, my specialty is in church politics. Does that help? I don't believe so. He's not really a member of the church. If no it would pertain to his confessor, then yes, but this way. Not. Two successes. He realized that he's a knight, so a minor noble knighted by the king from some sort of minor family on the border between Moravia and Bohemia. And Tabor, is there is his knighthood that he's part of, do they have a presence in the city? Oh, no, he's not part of an order. Oh, he's not part of an order even. He's just a regular knight. Is there a huge order in Tabor? Tabor? Not really. No, really? Okay. You are heading to Tabor, right? Knight. At this at this point, um, he's continuing to talk to me. Um, like next time you raise yeah. your hand, let me warn you this: the city you head to, they follow 
me. I am a hero of the city. I spread the word of the great fight that you take part in. Men who give you orders seek my advice. Three times I have turned the other cheek. One other time I will not. You will be punished for striking a man of God, a hero of the cause, a prophet of the movement that you fight for. One more time you do this to me, I will not forgive. And I will let the people know, and I will let the leadership know, and I will let the knights that reside on Tabur know that you seek to harm me even after you know who I am. I am no peasant by what was granted me in life. I am a man of the dust and the soil and the people because of a choice I made. I stand up and I wipe the blood again from the back of my hand. Look at my scar on my face. Knight, you think I simply got this from being a peasant? I think you simply got it by saying words that you do not understand. Let's see if both of us make it to Tauber. And Lun- I will walk off at that point. This man is struck by lunacy. I might say that. I'd say my head. And I was just like, there is a man who wastes too much time on inconsequential things. Yes. He does not know the power that the Lord has given me. Such power that I will defeat you in. But he was smart. He shows potential. Stubborn brute of men, while they like to rampage on, if directed, can help causes. Do you wish to direct him? I don't need your infernalism. I don't need your help, devil. Out to my head, you dirty Spaniard tool. I see the test that you and your kind are doing. Your Roman pope, evil man, greed. You send one brute at me from one angle, and on the other shoulder you send me the temptation to fight him off. Let me tell you this, demon, that wishes to speak to me, that wishes to corrupt me. This is not the first hardship I've had in my life nor will this be the last. And I will be accepted by the glory and the embrace of the Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, when my time is done. But what if it could be your last, and you would still enjoy the fruits of your life? I I don't live to enjoy fruits. I don't live to enjoy. I live to share. I live to spread the word. Be gone. Nice try, Satan. Get back thee. You can say, be gone until your tongue has fallen from your mouth. I will still be here. And in that, I kind of do feel a little like hair on the back of my neck rise up. And like my stomach drops a little bit. But I don't say anything in my head or out. I just slowly try to find my way out of this library. I'm following the man. Hopefully he doesn't break anything. So you're following Reinhardt then? Yeah. Okay, Reinhardt. Uh, as seen you're walking towards the camp, you see it from where you go. When you sort of leave the church, you sort of notice, you know, everything is burned down. There weren't really many art pieces or crosses or anything of value there. Most of the books were gone as well. Either that or they were burned. So you go towards the camp then? Yes. Uh, like, what time of night do I think it is? Do I feel well rested enough? Uh, you know what? I'd say you slept for like, if you had to guess, you'd say four to five hours. I mean, on a campaign, you'd probably be used to this, but normally, and especially in front of a long march, it's bothersome. Yes. Well, I got the 
blood pumping in me and someone had just questioned my faith. Um, so I'm going to, you know, go back to my tent, probably tripping over Peter along the way and kneel down on my cushion and finish my prayers of contrition. As you walk towards the camp, you sort of, there's of course, armed guards there looking out for brigands and thieves. And they, they, they sort of seem confused when they see you. They don't say anything, but you do notice them watching you. I give them You're, a, of course, covered in suit as well. I give them, I give them a slight nod, and I'm, I'm sure they probably recognize me, but... They do, they do, yeah. but uh, they're very confused as to what you're doing there. I, I pay them really no mind and just continue past them. So you continue past them, you sort of go then to your tent, pay your prayers... And do you go back to sleep, or do you meditate on the things that happened? I think I'm going to, if I finish the prayers um, quickly enough and I'm not sleepy, I'll probably just stay up and like think about all the things that little Churl said to me, and what gives him the right to say anything, what, what gives him the right to question my station, what gives him the right to think that we're at all equals. Only God can judge my soul in the end. And thinking about that, I I resolve to have a word with uh, Sir Eloise um, in the morning about the scarred one's behavior. So Eloise isn't actually a sir. He's actually a Jewish merchant. But your squire being your squire, he sort of jumbled it all up. But, you know, that's what happens. So um, Eloise is basically the... The bankroller for the caravan, but does part of like- three. Actually, mm-hmm. there's two more, uh, Prokop and Bernard. Prokop, you know, is a Hussite man whose purpose is to sell weapons to Tabor. And Bernard, you know, to be a Polish Catholic who's in his mid-60s, who, who no one's really sure what he's there for or his reasons aren't really stated. So there's no real leader of this caravan. There's just various people who have put together money to make sure it happens. Yeah, basically the three of them, uh, they get together and they decide what's what. Well, then I shall try to meet as many as I can when I break my fast in the morning. Okay, then. Then as you stew in your anger, it's time for Jan. Yes, as we walk back, what time? You said it's still dark out, right? It is. When we when he walks past, I, I got a question to ask. Do have I gotten a rapport with like people overall in the caravan or just with some select? Like would these guards know who I am? Yeah, the, you you're probably a very vibrant personality, so I'd say they'd be aware of you. Uh, how 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 many guards are there right now? Like that we see when we walk up. Well, they're in different places, of course, but you see two guards there standing. I'm going to stop and by the two guards instead of walking past them. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to rub where my face got smashed, like my mouth. Mm-hmm. And spit. Jan, are you okay? Yes. And I'm going to roll uh, presence and expression roll with my focus on religion. And I'm going to go and talk about meekness and being humble. And if that's okay, mm-hmm. can I roll that? I would. There's a reason. Of I'll course. Roll. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. So that's uh, not uh, nine dice. Yeah. 
four successes. I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, you uh, seem to have really captured your audience. You know, they seem to be. Yeah, I'm going to start here. I got an idea what I want to do with it. You too. Why are you on this caravan? Well, we'll be honest, Brother Jan. I got paid to do so. It's yeah. true. I got a wife and seven children. But you are a humble man. You serve the cause, right? Of course. I, two battles I have been under the good Jan Jishka. Yes. May he rest in peace. Yes, may God bless his soul. Such a humble man as we all are fighting for the commune of all of us, all our brothers and sisters, making sure they are free from the yoke of the Romans. Brother, how does it make you feel to serve this caravan? Well, Alois is a nice enough man, pays well, and, you know, the Jews have been helping the Hussite cause. Yes, they are God's chosen people. Do you know that King David, who himself was a Jew, was a man of infinite wisdom, and he said in Psalm 25, 9, that he leads the humble in justice, and he teaches the humble his way. At this point, uh, it was like, so many words. If you want to convince them of something, I can do it in less. I say in my head, back thee away from me, you devil. You Spanish tool. And I look back at these men as I like close my eyes and shake. How does it make you feel that there are those within the confines of this caravan that have yet to be humbled and are unable to be taught the Lord's wisdom? He sort of says, what do you mean, Jan? Do we have an unbeliever among us? No, we do not have an unbeliever. But we have men who find the need to strike me simply because I speak to them. I took our Lord's words and I turned the other cheek and he struck me on that one. And then he struck me a third time. And I told them after the third time, you do not know who you strike. For when we get to Talbar, you will find who I am and you will regret your moves. That man walked just past you now. That man you are protecting away from your wife and children. And you are escorting him to the holy city, to the new Rome. Again, how does it make you feel that you protect such a man who looks down on us and yet takes the sword for us? Do you think he is humble and he is able to receive the Lord's wisdom? That one? That one wouldn't receive the Lord's wisdom as it pissed in his morning wine or water. Exactly. But here's the thing, my friends and my brothers. I have turned the other cheek, and I will not strike back out of anger. But lessons can be learned, yes? Lessons that are taught by people he cannot see because he looks above us. Maybe the word can be spread, and maybe gently it could be some taught some lessons while we travel. And if that was the case, I would wish many blessings of the Lord upon those who wish to do that. For simply, I want to save this man's soul. And if he refuses to be humble, we need to make him humble so he learns and receives the Lord's wisdom. Do you agree? Well, that one could sure use some humbling. Yes. No violence. We don't resort to violence, for we are of the people and of the flock. But... Lessons can be learned all the same without blood. And I spit in the sand. I wipe the blood <laughs> from my lips. 
and I walk off to my log. I'll make sure the servants know. Thank you. And I walk off to my log, and I say, you see, demon, I do not need you. You might as well go back to the bowels of hell, where you and Spaniards and the dead popes reside. All right. But tell me, do you truly wish to sleep on this log? What if Would something soft be not preferable? No, because if I slept on things that were soft, I would end up like the man who struck me. This keeps me humble, and this helps me spread the word of Jesus Christ in the true way that was meant, not the evil Roman way. And why must you sleep outside? Is that not allowed? Sleeping outside, I can see the Lord's beauty in the night, and I can awaken to the Lord's sunshine in the morning. But did not, was it not even in the, I remember long ago, back when these Christians first started to walk on the Roman Roman roads, even they had houses, and they had nothing, but they had houses. Why do you have nothing? You are a man of your God. Why don't you have a house? The Lord did not have a house. See, while those early followers of Jesus Christ in Rome were originally probably meant to travel that path, they were easily corrupted by the heathenistic practices of the Romans. They still held on to the materialistic excesses of the Roman Empire that brought their downfall. When Constantine saw the cross in the sky, by this you shall conquer, he was still Roman in the end, and he still had the fallacies of the Romans in his blood. I follow the true path, the one of the disciples of They Saul. had houses. Oh. They had beds. I did. They had wives. They had devil, they had devil, flocks. Devil, you debate me. Paul, Saul on the road to Damascus was given back his sight. He had no home. Peter had no home when he was crucified upside down in honor of your dark master. We are of the earth, devil. And when we are of the earth and of the Holy Spirit, nothing you offer can tempt us. So be gone. I'm going to go back to sleep. I'm going to awaken. And I'm going to spread the Lord's word. Would a better grass be better? That is of the earth. Did you not see me just get striked down by that behemoth of a man? Do you not see the scar along my face? You think uncomfort is something that will dissuade me from following the Lord's path? Tell your Spanish masters that your tricks will not work. Go back where you come from and tempt them, and all will be well for you. <sighs> you exhaust me. Go to sleep then. And I just turn around and walk back to the fire. You walk to the glowing embers and you go to sleep. In a couple of hours, morning breaks, and you all wake up. Uh, Some of you earlier than others. I guess Reinhardt never really went to sleep anyway. So Peter wakes up, and he notices you, sort of. Are you still covered in suit, Reinhardt? Um, Well, as soon as it seemed light enough to do so, I probably changed it to my day clothes and like Mm -hmm. have like a wad um, of my night clothes that 
Peter probably needs a clean. Okay. Morning, sir. I'll get your breakfast ready as soon as possible. Yes, I, I, I shall be dining with uh, Alois and Bernard, if you will. Of course, of course, sir. Yes, you can see to these in the meantime. Uh, they've been soiled sort of, through the night. Sort of looks at them quizzically. Yes, sir. He's used to not questioning you, considering you hit him so much. <laughs> he runs away. And, and see to the horses, I yell after him. Horses, horses, of course, of course. And I, I, seeing that the sun is up and people are moving about camp, I'm going to make my way to where the camp leaders are breaking their fast. Yes, you see, you know, morning, everyone's breaking camp as well, getting ready to move. Uh, so as you walk towards the tent with Alois and, or basically the tent where Alois, Bernard, and, uh, Possibly Prokop uh, are having their breakfast. You sort of realize that people seem to be looking at you uh, in a strange way. You pass them by. I, I pay them no mind and kind of settle myself and, you know, grab a piece of bread from the basket nearby. So you go there, you go to the tent, and of course you're welcomed. Your presence was announced, and Alois, who is at the head of the table, is, ah, come, Sir Reinhardt, come and sit with us. Thank you for your welcome. I, I move over to the place that he indicated. Yes, is there a particular reason you wish to join us? You've been so standoffish for this whole journey. Yes, I feel that there is a cancer that is growing within some of the people making this journey and he really hesitates um, using the word people um, seems that certain among uh, certain members of our little pilgrimage here do not know their place they are oh. ri they're riling up the common folk and uh, I honestly think that they're going to you know create a lot of problems along this way and i just want to make sure that we're on the you know same mind length of, as if we're we are one within our thought what should be done with them the lunatic is spreading his corruption the peasants yes. are too impressionable yes the lunatic is spreading his corruption and you know how some of these common folk can be easily malleable to heresy uh, you hear sort of Bernard, uh, the old man, sort of laughing. <laughs> Lad, you're still young. I bet you're quite impressionable yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm willing to uh, learn from my my fellow Christians. I wouldn't worry about it. Soon we'll be in Tabor, and we'll be on our merry way. Our guards will make sure nothing happens. Don't you worry. I am thankful for your generosity. And I, I wish nothing but peace amongst us throughout this journey. There, we, We've been facing many hardships and indicating the, uh, the burned out, uh, would you say it was an abbey or monastery? Monastery. Monastery. Um, this is the sort of thing that we wish to avoid. Uh, places like this should be revered, but I don't want more war to break out amongst 
some of the more impressionable folk. Yeah, we've passed quite a few places just like this. True, true. Uh, but I don't think I think there's going to be more war. It's nothing settled yet. Of course, not until they, not until a new king sits on the throne. Mm. I don't feel like it's going to be Zigismund. Nah. He's a smart fox, that one. But it's not that smart. Um, who's actually would my family be family be supporting in this claim? They're they're moderate Hussites, um, which yeah. are basically almost Catholics. But so far at this point, it would be not Zigismund. <laughs> That's it. Uh, at which point, I would just simply nod. There is a later king. But who was actually a Hussite, but during this time he's four years old. So, <laughs> well, anything we can uh, do to prevent war from spreading, at least until we could get to Taborg, to Tabor. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, I'll. Always says then. Of course, I'll take your advice into consideration. Make sure nothing uncouth happens. Yes, God be with you. And with and, you. And and with that, I stuff some of the uh, bread into my mouth. Well, the subsequent breakfast goes in relative silence. The three are sort of discussing roots and how to avoid paying tolls to the local robber barons, and which they can scare off or fight off, and which will have to be sort of... Uh, well, bribed or paid taxes to, depending on your perspective on their legitimacy. And afterwards, as you go to your tent, you realize that Peter isn't really there. Well, I assume he's off um, messing with the horses or cleaning. So um, I can go off look for him because if we're breaking camp, this tent's not going to put itself away. You sort of go to the horses. <laughs> And, you know, you see your horses there. They look fine, uh, even taken care of. But Peter's nowhere to be found. Hmm. I go up and uh, stroke the big black mane of hell and give him some pats on the side and uh, pull a, a, a bit of apple that I secreted away from the table. <laughs> okay. He, he seems to be very enthusiastic towards yeah. eating that apple. Good boy. Good boy. Does it look like the horses have been seen to? Yeah, they, they, they have been seen to, but Peter's not here. Okay. Well, I'm going to continue my um, uh, my walk around camp, and hopefully I'll run into him and you know remind him of his duties. Yeah. You sort of hear a commotion, uh, and you see a couple of children running around a tree. And there you see uh, your squire, Peter, being hanged by his foot upside down. <laughs> oh, the little buggers got you, didn't they? <laughs> As you go closer, you sort of notice that he's sort of, you know, thrashing around. And the children do seem to have hit him with a stick a few times he seems to have bruises and stuff and they're singing thong songs about beating the catholics and being great warriors and something to that extent 
Uh, well, I, I don't really agree with their rhetoric, but I, I appreciate their enthusiasm, let's say. But um, I'm going to, you know, kind of just shove them out of the way and tell them to piss off and uh, cut down uh, my squire. He sort of, thanks, sir. Uh, I was standing to the horses and then I, I felt someone grab me by the back and the guards, they, you fell prey to a bunch of children, didn't you? No, it was the guards. I promise you, sir. I've been assured by the leaders of this caravan that no tomfoolery would be about. Now, if you're done playing, the tent is not going to put itself away. He sort of seems, you know, just, of course, of course. Yeah, he's sort of, you can see that he's on the verge of crying. Yes. Now man up. You'll never make a night like that. Uh, yeah. And he sort sort of limps over yeah. to the tent and starts working on it in uh, silence. I'll take the, take the rope and kind of coil it up and like uh, carry it with me back to the camp. What if the guards really attacked your property? Is that you? Is that you? Me? Yes. What about me? How can I, how can I hear you? This I thought that was a dream. Oh no, I'm here to assist you in all your endeavors. Oh. Well, my endeavors are to do the Lord's work. Well then. You seem like the perfect man for this position. Yes, I I, I try now. I mean, well, my squire's not property per se. Uh, he will eventually make good night. I'm sure someone will pay for that. I'm sure someone in his family has money. I mean, he's here, but God help us all if it's too soon, right? But right now in this camp, he is an extension of you. An arm, if you will. Yes, I, I suppose you're right. Well, the... The leaders here, they they assure me that things will be handled accordingly. I, it would not be right if I were to threaten their property, as you say have, they have threatened my property. Then I would give up the moral high ground. Yes, and the leaders, they seem like good people. You sat with them, you ate with them. Yes, even even the ones who don't share my particular beliefs they at least have they at least have the common sense and the courtesy due to my station indeed i have a question for you yes um i suppose i probably have several for you too but why don't you lie with a woman at night and sir reinhardt kind of like like he stops his um patrol of the camp just stops and uh, I have not yet entered into the sacred bonds of marriage. But you share your heat with the with the fur of the sheep, and and the skin of the cow. I what what do you mean by this? You're a man of well, uh, good stature, and and uh, you have a good family, and yes, well, life. well, maybe once we get to Tabor, uh, this. This message from my brother might, might, you know, prove useful in gaining a dowry or a wife of some position. 
maybe maybe if then if I have my own manor and my own property, maybe then I could do things of as I see fit and not have to wait upon the niceties of others. Yes, keep that in mind. Work for it. Yes, I, I'm sure all the work I do in the Lord's service will be rewarded in heaven. Now, uh, Belvis, uh, what are you? That is hard to put in words. Are you um, are you a messenger or? Yes, in a way, I I'm an observer, and you you can converse with me, ask me for guidance. As are you like the Holy Spirit? I'm not sure. I've heard that that name in in your uh, prayers. Yes, but I'm not very familiar with it. Okay. I suppose even our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ did not know he was the Son of God until it was revealed to him. You're here to help me, then. Oh yes, of course. And I'm In here a way, to. Do... I'm I'm bound to you. I, if it will. And I am here to do the Lord's work. So, you would help me do the Lord's work. Of course, that is your endeavor. This makes me passing glad. For my prayers, I have sought. I have sought to be set upon the the path of the righteous by God. <sighs> Father Thomas was right. Yes, I must hold truth for the faith. Thank you, thank you, uh, Belvis, for this. Of course, you're a good man. You make the I right try. decisions. I try. Brother Jan, you wake up and alone. Your back's hurting a little. You know, it's pretty rough ground. I'm going to sit on the stump after I pack all my stuff up. Well, first mm-hmm. I'm going to look. I'm going to look to see if there's any of my brothers and sisters who need help in any physical labor that they're doing. Oh, yeah. There seem to be a couple or two a elderly couple there who seems to have trouble. I walk up to them, and I'm going to see what they're doing so I can help. Oh, yeah. They're probably used to it by now, considering they've been here for a couple of days. So they sort of welcome you. Brother Jan, oh, we didn't want to bother you. You're such a good man. You do not bother me. You do not bother me. I love the wisdom that you give me. Here, let me help. I thought maybe we could have a talk while we did our work. Of course. Today. I always love talking to you. Speak like a learned man, but you're so young. I've been blessed many by... Our Lord and Savior, let me ask you a question, and I'd like to see how you would answer. Don't consider this a test, because unlike those Catholics and their walls that they hide their wisdom behind, I want to share. So let me ask you this. In Peter, First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And I'm sure in a long life like yours, you have been tempted to do wrong sometimes. For we are all sinners. We are all forgiven by the blood of Jesus Christ. But let's say this. Let's say a servant of the devil came to you today and said, let me take these tools from you, old ones, and let me give you a life of luxury until the end of your days. What would you do? Well, the old man strokes his beard and he says, Well, of course, 
I would tell him to bugger off, go back to hell. Hmm. Because the true life is the life after this one. Yes, right? It is the kingdom where we are all equals. The kingdom of heaven where Jesus sits next to God. Yes, but how would you know that this person is the devil? Because I think that Jesus Christ and God have given us the ability to know when something is wrong. Like this cause that we are part of, right? We know mm. we don't want to be slaves of the Holy Roman Church, right? You want oh, to be, yeah. I want you, brother, to be able to read the Holy Scripture on your own and learn from it. Yes? Oh, reading. Oh. I understand. It is a little late in life, but hear this. If I was to ask you this, how many of our brothers and sisters, such as in the city of Tabar, where we are heading, do you feel would give the same answer? Well, I will be honest with you, Brother Jan. Saying this, saying that you would deny the devil, it is easy. Hmm. But doing so, it is a thing another. Hmm. Yes, you ask me, and I, of course, know the right answer to your question, for there can be no other. Only a fool would say otherwise. But in life, often, when we are tested, not everyone, well, not everyone passes. Yes, but that's why there are shepherds like me who walk amongst the flock, just like Jesus walked amongst his flock. Let me ask you this then. And it's the final question. And we can continue going on enjoying this beautiful day. If you feel, if you felt a servant of the devil came to me and offered me gifts of luxury, gifts to ease the burden that I carry on my young shoulders, to ease the knots and the sore muscles and the blistered feet and the rumbling stomach that I bear sometimes spreading this word, what do you think I would say? Well, I think you'd cast the devil out, of course. Brother, you are, you are the face of our faith. You preach our word. Mm. I wish if not you, then who? Exactly. Here, let's continue work. And maybe if servants of the devil just heard your cause, they would realize it's not even worth the try. And I'll just kind of smile and continue on with the work. At that point, he's just... Do you see how the old man struggles? How his yeah. arms do not are shiver with work? How his le how his knees creak? Hmm. Yes, I do see that. Why do you bring that up? I could help. Well, you could. Could you? Yes. How could you help? I could ease his suffering. Oh, you could. You, with your Spanish magic and your satanic powers would be able to ease this man's suffering. Yes? You would be the one doing it. Oh. And, you use... And, I simply give you access to it. Oh, in return for what? What would your price be for this man? For me to help him? Uh, simply an end to you telling me to get out. You sound like a madman in the streets, always barking no. the same thing again and again and again. I'm sorry to discomfort you so. Maybe you could offer yourself some relief and be gone. 
I cannot. Oh. Well, let me tell you this. Demon. Infernal spawn. Spanish tool and toy. Let me tell you this. While I could relieve this man's pain, in return he would be lost from the kingdom of heaven. But Would he be? Now he is meek, and he carries the burden. But then the kingdom of heaven is for him, and you have eternity of peace and love. Next to all the holy men who have paved the way for me, next to Jesus Christ and Peter and Paul and Timothy, even Timothy the doubter, all of those who came before me and fought the temptation that you are offering me now will give him solace so and comfort. it is wrong to heal another? No, it is wrong to heal them with damnation rearing its head soon afterwards. If I told this man right now, I said, old man, I could heal your pain. Would I you not be Jesus come again? No, because Jesus offers paradise. And I offer that man damnation along with my soul. Damnation afterwards, demon. We do not live in the here and now. We live in the afterlife and in the paradise and in the second kingdom and in the return of Jesus Christ, where he will defeat the Antichrist, the Roman papacy, and bring forth the true kingdom of heaven. If that is the true life, then why were you put in this life? For what I am doing now and to defeat you in the temptations that I know will follow me. For my life is young and my battle has just began. Look at the scar on my <sighs> face, I almost Demon. ended your fight, didn't it? Mm, Imagine no. if another man comes along, even more brutes than the one last night. Suppose he just hears your many, many words and decides he doesn't want to hear them. Suppose he drives his sword straight through that young heart of yours. Then your fight is over. Do you want it to be over so soon? Do you not want your lot? Do you not want to help more people? For then I will be rewarded, and Jesus will bring me into his bosom. And which is it better to damn pick. yourself and save a few to save many or to not and save so few do you know how many i have saved already demon how many more could you save oh well we'll see and i'll continue on this path i have been and you will be behind me quivering and following my footsteps begging for my soul because that's all you serve is evil and satan enjoy that existence of yours demon quivel for my soul Beg me for my soul. I'll be looking forward, and you'll be seeing the footsteps I leave behind me. I can do this my whole life. And if you find me wretched now, and you find my words tiring, we have a long time together, demon. And I continue with my work. Oh, you don't know what long times are. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions so that your media could give the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. 
we take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow, with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.